Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Uh, Let's go to my number three quarterback performance of the week, and this is less about a performance just because I talked about it on Monday, Football Monday. It was the My Yeet of the week, and of course I'm talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick, who comes in and just delivers a, a, a magical uh, throw 38 yards in the air to Mac Hollins to set the Dolphins up in field goal position while getting his face ripped off. Just incredible mechanics on that one. Uh, I have it up on my timeline if you haven't seen it, but a gorgeous throw. There is something so odd going on in Miami, Kyle, and I'm actually wondering, do you start Tua? Do you start Ryan Fitzpatrick? Or do you continue to be Brian Flores and be like, hey, man, if you can't you can't do the thing, then I'm going I'm I'm to pull you. I don't care who you are. I don't care when you're drafted. I don't care how long you've been in the league. I, like It's amazing what he's doing. And it actually seems like Tua and Fitzpatrick, it feels like like none of them are taking it personally. It's, it's, it's wild. Yeah, I don't know, man, because it's in the weirdest way. You can say that it's working because they're winning. But at the same time, the playoffs are like – I, I don't know their playoff scenario, or like what they need to do to get in, but I imagine they have to win or something along those lines. The playoffs are here. Like you have to win and you have to have a guy who you trust. And it's clear that when it come, when push comes to shove, they don't trust Tua or else they would not keep pulling him. So in that sense, you would think that why not go with Fitzpatrick for four quarters? Because if you just watch one drive of Fitzpatrick and you watch one drive of Tua, the offense looks night and day. They can actually throw the ball down the field. They actually attempt throws down the field, which opens up everything else for your offense. And I imagine the receivers are more happy because they know they have a chance. But that's not to like completely take a dump on Tua because it's not like he's been awful. It's just that Fitzpatrick brings more to the offense. So in that sense, like why not roll with the best guy? But, I mean, if they can get some out of Tua, whether it's more RPOs, whether it's using his legs, whether it's the bootlegs that they were doing early in the season, then sure. But if that's all you're limited to, then I understand why you roll with Fitzpatrick. What's your take there? Yeah, I mean, Tua is a rookie, and I and I largely find, and we actually might talk about this in a second here when we, when we do, uh, do you have a quarterback? I largely find rookie quarterback performances to be a lot of noise and you really don't get a lot of takeaway from it unless they're just like balling out like if if you see Justin Herbert like you there's no way you can say oh this is just noise he he, he can't play you know we, we gotta wait and see like I think it's pretty clear he can play right. but if a rookie struggles I'm not so concerned at the same time if a rookie is struggling do I play him when the offense I think is clearly better but also more volatile with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, yeah, I think Ryan gives you a, a, a better chance at winning. 
but I feel like he gives you a worse chance at playing the way that the Dolphins want to play. Does it does does that make sense? You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I 100% agree with that. The floor isn't the same because right. Tua is not going to take those same chances that Fitzpatrick makes. And Fitzpatrick is going to roll out and give the defense a chance to make plays too. And that might scare Flores, especially knowing, you know, their defense might give up big plays and they're going to need some stops and they don't have the greatest pass rush. So in that sense, I could see why they want to play it safe, closer to the vest, knowing, hey, we might not score 28 points, but we're not going to give the defense a short field either. So it's right. a, it's um man, they have a lot of tough decisions there. So I understand. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start Ryan Fitzpatrick, and if he throws an ugly pick, I'm bringing in Tua. And if Tua can't move the ball, I'm bringing back in Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I'm doing and, and this is all in one quarter, by the way. I'm doing all of this in one quarter. I'm I'm, I'm bringing him <laughs> in, bringing him out. Just to, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. But I think I am starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he gives them the best chance to win. He played good football last year. Like I think people forget that he. He was solid and he was playing good football before he got benched too. Yeah. Like yeah. he's been good, man. And plus, I mean, I can't see him without bias. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. I think he's one of the most likable NFL players in the NFL. And I think he's handled the situation with Tua absolutely magical. This is why they bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick to a team that's going to draft a quarterback because he handles it so well. The problem is he outplays a lot of your rookie quarterbacks. So that, that's his own catch 22. Let, let, and with the Miami playoff scenarios, you mentioned them. Let's talk about them because the, the Dolphins can win and get in uh, and return for the postseason for the first time since 2016, uh, only the third time in the last 20 seasons. The Dolphins can also get in with losses to either the uh, the Indianapolis Colts, the Tennessee Titans, the Cleveland Browns, and the Baltimore Ravens. So they actually have a chance to get uh, get some help. Uh, so I would say their chances are, are pretty high of getting in the playoffs there. So they definitely have some decisions to make when it comes to that. Speaking of decisions to make. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.